Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. Thanks to Rothy's for supporting Made for This. Rothy's are machine washable and made to last. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash made for this. What if the darkest moments of your life God intended for good? And what if the purest moments of bliss contain the greatest contributions you have to the world? This week, we're talking about our stories, the places that God has led us through the wilderness, the desert, the valley, and the places where God has led us to the mountaintops that we have felt His pleasure that that have been some of the sweetest moments of our lives. Largely, when you think about your story, you're going to think of those two places. In fact, in the work this week that you're going to look at, you're going to be able to plot your story. It's one of the first activities so far that I've given you, and I, I want you to actually do it. I want you to put the high points of your life and, and the low points of your life. And if you look back in the book, you can see Joseph's story, and you see there's a lot of low points, and you see there's a lot of high points, times in his life that he knew exactly what God had for him, and he was encouraged. He had favor, and he was respected and admired. And then there are the moments that are just unthinkably terrible. And yet together, all of those moments were leading to a time in his life that God would use him in such a remarkable way to rescue nations, to rescue his family. And it's an incredible story. And I know you could probably look at Joseph's story and go, I don't have any kind of story like that. However, I bet you do. I bet you have those low points and those high points in your life that you don't often think about but have made the story of your life what it is. In fact, it's probably made you who you are today. And so I want you to not be afraid. I want you to not be afraid that perhaps these things might not mean anything, that they might just be wasted or purposeless. I want you to imagine that maybe, just maybe, trust me, and risk that maybe these little parts of your life really mean something because God wastes nothing. It says in scripture that he works all things together for the good of those who love him and follow him and are called according to his purposes. So we know that there is a story being built for each of our lives. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, he has designed for you good works that he prepared in advance for you to do. He has redeemed the dark moments of your life to mean something. That's what scripture promises is that it will mean something, that it won't be wasted, that nothing is wasted, that he can work anything, anything together for good. And I would say it's his specialty. I remember my seminary professor used to say, we look back at the time before creation when Adam and Eve existed with God and we think that's the ideal 
time, right? That That's what we're all craving. We all wish we could go back to the garden. But the reality is that because of the fall, what we are headed toward is more beautiful and more amazing than before we fell. Being redeemed, a redeemed story is actually more beautiful and more poignant and more compelling than a perfect story. And we all know that because we're all drawn not to what is perfect, but we're drawn to what we relate to, to what means something to us, to something that is real and shows us that we're not alone in the world. And and guys, whatever your, your low points are, your high points, those are the places where God wants to begin to move into work. And we start here. In fact, every counseling session you've probably ever been to, if you've been to counseling, every time you've ever sat down with somebody to talk about your future, what you're good at, almost always in those very important conversations, they will begin with, tell me your story. Every small group really should begin with that. Tell me your story. What's your story? Because our stories have made us who we are. Our stories are the artifacts of our life that tell of God, the parts of our life that tell why we respond to things, the way we respond to them. I've learned in counseling that a lot of times the way I'm reacting to something, the anxiety I feel, the hurt I feel, the anger I feel has nothing to do with the current situation at hand and has everything to do with something that happened to me when I was six years old, right? It's stupid and you wish it weren't true, but scientifically it's just true. God built our bodies to carry with us these stories. In fact, story is the most common language of the world we most relate to story. Stories are what capture our imagination on Netflix, and they're also what has captured people's imagination around campfires for all of time. If you look at the scriptures, they're actually written most often in a story. We are people that live stories and love stories. We are people that wait for the next story in our feed or on a show or in a book. We love stories. But rarely do we love our own story. Rarely do we feel proud of the story that we have. In fact, every time I've been with people, as they begin to have to share their story, they're so nervous. They're so anxious. I mean, almost without fail, they don't feel like their story is very significant or that it matters. And I've never heard a story that isn't significant and that doesn't matter. I've never heard one. Every story is actually the most compelling thing I've ever heard. And, and it tells me so much about someone. It tells me how and why they feel the way they feel and why they value what they value and why they're the kind of parent they are, the kind of roommate they are, the kind of friend they are. You, you see in baked into the human that you're hearing their story, you see that it was all part of many ingredients that have come together to build this person. Now, I want to also say, not only do we not think our stories are significant, a lot of times we feel embarrassed about our, our stories. And I get that. I really do. I, I would say every time I've shared my story, there are parts of it that I'm incredibly embarrassed about, whether it's that I didn't feel loved or supported by people that, that should have loved me and supported me, and that feels like a failure somehow on my part, or whether it's mistakes I've made and decisions I've made that have been costly and embarrassing. And I just think, I want you to, I want you to imagine that, <laughs> that somebody is waiting for those dark parts. In fact, I would say so often what I find as I work with people to get to the place where they, they understand their gifting and their contribution that God is calling them to in the world, so often it is born out of the dark parts. In fact, if I look at my own life, I felt 
unknown and unseen growing up. And and it wasn't my parents' fault. They did the best they could. And in fact, in a lot of ways, they were incredible parents. But I just didn't feel very understood by people. I think I was this deep little soul that would later become a writer. But but at that time, it just didn't fit an 11-year-old body. And I I had so many questions and deep thoughts. And I, I when I fell in love with God, I fell in love with God so hard that most of my friends didn't relate to me. And I I did never have a mentor really until college. And so there was this passion in me that I would help people not feel alone, that I would help people feel seen, that they wouldn't wonder, am I the only person that feels this way? And in everything I do, everything I do, if you have read anything I've written, if you have been to If Gathering, if you have been a part of this podcast for long, you know that ultimately what I'm trying to do is to help you be seen and known by God and by others giving my life to the thing that I felt like was missing all of my life. And so to imagine that the darkest part of your life or the thing that you're embarrassed about or the thing that was missing from your life could be the thing that propels you into what God's called you to do. I can't tell you how many people I know that have lost a child that go on to minister and to help and to serve other people that lose a child. I can't tell you how many people that have gotten a diagnosis that is so difficult that go on to minister to other people that have that diagnosis or have struggled with a sin, an abortion, or something that feels so shameful. And yet there's this beautiful thing that happens when we actually believe Romans 8.1, which says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. When we believe that and let that wash over our stories and over our lives, and instead of in fear hiding the parts of our story that we want to hide, we display them because they are evidence of our God. They are evidence of his forgiveness. They are evidence of his redemption and how far he has brought us from the dark life that we used to live whatever that is for you. I believe baked into the darkest moments of your life could be the assignments and the callings of your life. Why? Because we have a God that works all things together for the good. What does that mean? Works all things together for the good, for the good. I believe the good (laughs) is the works that you will do for other people. I believe it is not just your own personal hope and redemption story in heaven. I don't believe it's just your story. I believe for the good is for the good of others, for the good of the story of God, for the good of what he's doing on this planet. It's so much bigger than just you. And does that compel you? (laughs) Does that thought compel you to want to share your story or to want to take a good hard look at it and to imagine, God, how could you use these broken pieces in my life that I've been afraid to tell anyone, that that I don't boast about, that I don't say very regularly or often. In fact, Paul talks about this. He says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's God speaking. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. There's this sense that in our weakness, God looks really good. And y'all have seen this happen. You have heard somebody sharing their story of recovery from addiction. You have heard somebody sharing their story of walking through the darkest thing you can imagine, losing a child, cancer. You have watched in what the world would say are the moments of shame or the moments of pain you have seen. When they share that, something in your heart wakes up in a way that nothing else wakes you up. Rocky shoes are so comfortable and they form right to your feet. 
So you can slip them on easily to run to the store or you can dress them up with like a cute dress. They are just extremely comfortable and washable. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash made for this. Every style is knit to shape with their sustainable signature thread made from recycled materials. So it's soft and flexible and they look great right out of the box and you don't have to break them in. They have flats, loafers, sneakers, tons of different colors and prints and they have more that are launching soon, which I can't wait. And they're just versatile styles that you can wear every season because they're 100% machine washable. People love Rothy's. My Rothy sneakers are just an easy way to make my everyday outfit look a little bit more exciting, a little bit fresher, and we can't wait for you guys to try them too. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash made for this. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash made for this. I would say that it is the stories of what God is doing in our midst that are the greater works that Jesus talks about in the scriptures. He says, greater things I will do through you. (laughs) That in the future, in the church, he'll do greater things. And we look for healings and miracles. And certainly God is on the move in the world and that does happen. But the bigger miracle is not someone being healed physically. The bigger miracle to me are the people that walk out of porn addiction of 10, 20 years, and they experience freedom and health. The people that walk through the diagnosis and never get healed, but never quit praising God because one day they will be healed fully in heaven. Those are the times where you go, oh my gosh, there is a God. He is real. He is with us. He loves us. Those are the times that that you see the word of God come to life and you believe it more because of their faith. And because, not of their faith, because of what God's done in that. It gives us hope. It helps us remember God can move in any situation. So do you believe God can move through the darkest moments that you've actually pushed away ministry because of, that you've actually missed the things that God's calling you? What if What if in those very things that you have disqualified yourself for, he wants to work through? Guys, that's the truth. That's the truth. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. As you write out your story, as you write the four to five high moments of your life where you have sensed the pleasure of God and and seen him show up in beautiful and powerful ways, and you write the low moments of your life, the dark moments, the hard moments, the sinful moments, the unthinkable moments, when you chart all that out, you're gonna see that God was with you through the valleys, through the mountains, through all of it. And that those turning points in your life actually have made you who you are. You take out all the dark parts. You take out all the good parts. You take out all the good parts of your soul. You take out all the good parts of your character. The dark parts build our character. Scripture's clear about that. That suffering produces character and hope. These are the things that grow in us as we follow God through the valleys, as we confess our sin, as we make it right. We were in small group recently and a few of us had some really hard things going on me being one of them. And so we just went around and really shared. I mean, it was it was the kind of crying, shaking of our hands, sharing that you hope and pray that you can find those safe places to do that. And we did it. And at the end, it was so sweet. It was somebody said, well, this was the best small group ever. <laughs> well, it was all the bad stuff. I mean, we just had shared all the bad stuff. And yet something about our vulnerability and walking through those dark parts together changed what was bad into something that was beautiful and something we were doing together, walking through together. 
I know I'm focusing on the bad parts because I think that's the place we we have a harder time seeing God move and a harder time believing that God could use those parts. But the good parts, let me mention those too. Part of your story, I want you to ask yourself the question, you know, what are the times I've really felt God's pleasure, that I've felt just proud of, of work I was doing or something I was doing that made me feel alive and joyful? I want you to think about those places too, because in those little places, as I look back in my lifetime, I see the beauty of God's story unfolding in my life, my leadership gifts, my communication gifts, the times that I was affirmed as a writer with a teacher that said, hey, you've got a gift here. Those are big moments for me because they gave me the confidence years later to to go forward and these small steps of obedience to write the Bible study, to teach the Bible study in my living room. Those were the places that originally felt like the biggest risk for me. It wasn't actually putting things out on Amazon. It was way more risky to lead the people in my real life when I was just their friend and I was inviting them to a Bible study. That was way more awkward than actually releasing products into the world. And so I want you to just... Build bravery through remembering times that you really sensed God's goodness over your life. And it could have been a time that you walked through something difficult with a friend that you knew you were supposed to be beside that person's bed and you were supposed to walk through that situation with them. And you were gifted to do that. That's going to give you insight into what you're good at and what you love as we talk in the next few weeks about your passions and your giftings. Guys, I believe in you. This may be one of the most important seasons we've done. And here's why, because you unleashed in the world is good for the kingdom. (laughs) Not sitting there afraid to use your gifts, disqualifying yourself because of the dark moments. Again, I think of my, my, my kid's first grade teacher that, that was sitting on her gifts and yet had been through so much and would have blessed people like my sister that had been through similar things. Guys, don't be like that. Like imagine what could you do with me, God? And again, What you're going to find in the next few weeks is not that this is something extra that you have to go start or do necessarily, although God might call you to that, but I promise you if he does, there's going to be some excitement and you're going to feel called to that and you're going to know what to do with that. But it's probably baked into your life right now. It's probably in the relationships you already have with the people you already have and the job you already have, likely. I've heard both stories from this project. I've heard many of you say, Man, it set me on a new course. And I've heard many of you say was it helped me see what I was already doing in the life that I was already leading. So either way, it is going to hopefully be clarifying and helpful. So you're going to find a place to plot your story with the questions that you need on page 96 and 97. You're going to be able to find that. And so you're going to lay it out. You're going to write it out. What are the places, the highs and the lows, specifically Identify a highlight from each stage of your life where you felt pleasure in what you were doing. When were moments you remember being proud and satisfied? And then also identify a memory from each stage of your life when you remember suffering. A lot of your passions are going to come from these places. And then I would encourage you to share it with someone else. And if you don't have the book, you can get it anywhere. It's called Restless. If you don't have any money and don't want to get the book, (laughs) that's okay. We've got a free guide you can download at JennyAllen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. You can go there and you can download the book club guide for Restless, and it's going to have a lot of these charts in there as well. I'm so grateful for y'all, and I just want to pray real quickly because I know this is brave, brave work. God, I pray for every person listening, whether they're in their car or they're in their home or they're in their workplace. God, I pray 
just for their place and for their people and for their gifts. I pray specifically today for their pain, for their past, for the things that feel so broken, nearly impossible for you to use. God, I pray that they would see that you are with them and that you want to not only help other people through those dark things that have happened to them, but God, but you want to heal them. You want to bring restoration and redemption into those moments, God. You don't want to leave them there bleeding out from these difficult things in their life, God. Would you help them know how to heal? I pray for the wisdom that they would be able to see the moments they have taken pleasure in what they were doing, and God, that you built them to take pleasure in those things. Help bring to mind those memories, even if they're from childhood, God. Just bring them to mind. Lemonade stands or plays or leadership opportunities they had or creating something, an art project. God, just help them not to see anything as insignificant, just to jot it down and to trust you with it. And would you do such special, amazing works through each of these charts, God? I just picture these stories laid out. Would you just weave together all these threads we're going to talk about in the coming weeks and and give just new chapters to the stories that are being written on earth today through all of these incredible men and women? Thank you. Thank you for letting me be part of their lives. Thank you for causing us to get to have living room chats often. Grateful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Chloe here. Go to JennyAllen.com and download the free PDF book club kit. Our team made it just for you. So you can use it if you want to do a group to go through Restless Together and listen to the podcast episodes. Or you can also use it just you if you want to journal through some of these episodes. There are prompts and conversation questions, verses that go along with each episode. And we made this completely free to you. You can go to JennyAllen.com, drop your email, and we will send you the free Restless Book Club kit today.